Hey team, it's Danielle. Welcome back. So this episode is about my very first week in my clinical rotation. Um, Last week, I told you guys that I was very nervous about it. And truth be told, I've been nervous about clinical even before (laughs) I put my application in diecast. I've just heard so much about clinical rotations and Uh, truthfully, it's never really been my strong point. I've always second guessed myself when it came to, um, different disease states and, you know, um, when to use certain energy estimates, TPN, all of that, it, it's just a lot. So going into clinicals for me felt like a little bit of a nightmare. (laughs) Am I going to go in there and fall on my face? But I am happy to report that my first week of clinical has been a breath of fresh air. Definitely an adjustment, but a breath of fresh air. The main reason is because I ended up with a preceptor who is everything I was so nervous. Uh, Previous um, RDs that I knew told me about their super duper type A preceptors and how cold and short they might have been. And I mean, who knows what pressure they're under, you know? But I'm so thankful to have gotten the preceptor that I did. She is very knowledgeable, very patient. Uh, We have quite a bit in common. But I think what she recognized about me was that I wanted to come there and learn. I knew that mistakes would probably happen (laughs) while I was learning, but I came there with the intention of learning. So my, the first part of my clinical rotation is actually at a federally qualified health center. And If you've never been to a federally qualified health center, um, a lot of the patients that are seen there are outpatient. They don't have a medical home. They may or may not be legal residents, depending on where you are, Um, but they need to be seen. They've been seen in a hospital for something and they need continued care, you know, and monitoring. So, this particular location, I'm already dealing with patients with various disease states, um, you know, and just life issues and challenges. But an additional layer at this location is uh, many of them are dealing with substance abuse. A number of them are dealing with behavioral health concerns, meaning like depression, anxiety, PTSD. I've even had um, patients with gender dysphoria. And I've seen a lot of discussions about how to handle that in a couple of the RD groups that I'm in on Facebook. So that was a really good eye-opening conversation starter with my preceptor because I wanted to know what her thought process was about it. And she was very interested in hearing mine. So it was a two-way street. It's really been a two-way street. Um, 
So let's see, to tell you about this first rotation. So I went in again with an open mind. I was very nervous because I wasn't sure what she expected me to know. Like, do you expect me to come in here knowing everything? Um, and what if I don't know it? Like, would I look like a complete failure? Um, and they don't expect you to know much. By the time you complete your internship, they want you to be prepared to be an entry level dietitian. So you shouldn't really know, or you're not expected to know rather, as much as somebody that's been doing it for five or 10 years, you know? So give yourself some grace there. I decided to do that. Um, currently, I'm actually in week four but I'm taking it back to week one, just to tell you about my experience moving from there. So my preceptor uh, started her career in an inpatient setting. I think she did that for about 10 years. And then she went into medical equipment sales, um, diabetes equipment, actually. She's a certified diabetes educator. So that was a plus for me. I got to hear a lot of knowledge and experiences that she's had, a lot of tips and pointers that she gave me, um, shadowing her, counseling the patients has been awesome. I have a notebook full of just great information that she gave them and how creative she is in communicating with her patients. So one of the first patients that I saw her uh, counsel was someone that was recently diagnosed with diabetes. And she said that uh, the physician that saw her gave her a prescription to get um, her equipment to test her blood sugar. And she got it and she came home. She said they gave her instructions to uh, how often to check her blood sugar, but she said she didn't know how to use the equipment. So she had not been using it. She had not been testing her blood sugar. She also had not been using her insulin properly. And so she was kind of ashamed, but the rapport that was built between her and my preceptor was amazing where she felt like she could be really honest about what was going on. And so we had her come back so we can show her how to use her equipment, how to monitor her blood sugar, what to expect, how to document that. So the next time she came to speak to us, you know, we can make it a worthwhile conversation and answer her questions and get her on track. So that was really, really cool. Um, oh my goodness, what else? Also during that first week, as a matter of fact, my very first day, I ended up being able to shadow my preceptor conducting a virtual cooking class. She was a pro. You could tell this is something that she really enjoyed and was passionate about. Um, and it actually ended up being a project of mine. I'm not doing mine right now. I think I'm doing mine on the final day. So she's giving me a recipe to then conduct a virtual cooking class. It's going to be on Facebook. And in this location, they also have a number of children. So she has in-person and hands-on cooking class for kids. That's a lot of energy. <laughs> but she is so amazing as it. And the kids 
really love it. So that was a very bright spot in my experience thus far. I can tell you that by week two, I was already seeing patients. I'll also be very transparent and tell you that the first patient that I saw, it was the most, the most awkward experience. Um, I started talking and then my brain went blank. And there was this very awkward silence. <laughs> and I was looking at the patient and the patient was looking at me and my preceptor allowed it. Let me sit in that for a minute. And then she jumped in. Um, and it was not a good feeling for me, but I also understand that this is a part of the process. You know, I got to get those nerves out. So don't be ashamed, you know, of that. Um, she is amazing. And what I like about my preceptor, so many things I like about my preceptor, but something that really stuck out to me is that she, like myself, is always willing to grow. Like she understands that she doesn't know everything. She's good at certain things, but she could always be better. <clears throat> so as I shadowed her and probably after the fourth or fifth patient that I watched her um, conduct the counseling session, she started asking me for feedback and asking me what I thought about how she did. And, you know, did she do a good job with her motivational interviewing and using open-ended questions? And did she attempt too many goals, you know, with the patient? And I gave her my feedback and no lie, the very next patient that she saw, she implemented the things that I recommended. And I thought that was amazing. It really made me feel good because she valued my input. My feedback was what she wanted and she knows that we can all improve. So it's just something that I stuck in my pocket don't ever forget that no matter how long you've been uh, performing in a role, you can always improve. So, you know what we know and love? PS state, PES statements and ADIME. Mm, mm, mm. I dream about those things at night now. Um, between having opportunities to practice with the patients that I've been seeing and the class days with my um, internship, I've gotten a bit more comfortable with it. I realized that I use some statements over and over again because they can apply to many different scenarios. Um, I've purchased a lot of material to help me with it, to make things a little bit easier, to avoid reinventing the wheel. The information is there. Use it. I can also research, but I could also put my hand on the answers, right? Um, and she appreciated how resourceful I was and was interested in the tools that I was able to locate, the evidence-based tools that I was able to locate to um, be a little bit more comfortable. So it's really been a wonderful experience. Uh, something I was really nervous about as well was coming up with my business plan idea. So in my internship, every rotation that I do, I will be writing a business plan and I need to know by at least 25% of the way into my rotation, what that business plan is going to be about. 
first couple of days, I was like, I don't know what I'm choosing. Like what can make sense here? What would she be interested in? And she was interested in all of my thoughts, how to better expand, you know, her service offerings. Um, for me, it was how to get her colleagues and her organization to appreciate her more. She works really hard. Um, our schedule is four 10-hour days, and sometimes those days end up being 12-hour days based on the projects that she has going on. So the days are long. She is also the only dietitian uh, with this organization, and we are at a different site every day. A couple of these sites, it's an hour drive to get to it. So it's an hour to get there. You're working a 10 to 12 hour day, and then you have to drive an hour to get back home. Long, long days. And she really does give her all to it. Um, so I felt an obligation to make whatever selection, um, the subject matter for the business plan needed to be worth it because she is so worth it. Um, and what I found out was that not only in her role, but in many other outpatient settings, the show rate is, it can be very low, meaning that your no-show rate for patients are not coming to the appointment is pretty high. And so my business plan is going to be about how to train staff to improve that no-show rate and to explain to them also how nutrition plays a part in various parts of health. It can improve your mental health status. Um, it can help with those that are dealing with substance abuse. You know, we're not necessarily seeing 100% healthy patients, and that's more of a reason that all of your patients should be referred to nutrition, right? So now that I was able to wake up <laughs> from what I thought was going to be a nightmare, and it's been a really pleasurable and challenging experience thus far, I have three tips for you guys. These are the tips that I felt were necessary going into my clinical rotation to make the best of the opportunity that I have. And the first one is to be open-minded. I was kind of open-minded coming into it. I'm very open-minded now because she's so excited about me. She felt my energy coming in. I wanted to soak up everything. When I tell you I'm a sponge, I'm a sponge. And I have so many questions. My preceptor told me she has never, or it's been a very long time since she's taught nutrition with somebody that was interested from like 8.15, 8.30 in the morning, because you know we need our coffee first, <laughs> through the end of the day. And it's so exciting. It really, really is. So don't go into your clinical rotation thinking the worst. Be open-minded. I would have never thought that this experience would have been so pleasant and that there may be a space for me in a clinical setting. Number two, 
be confident no matter how nervous you are. Please remember you're walking into this clinical rotation as an intern. They do not expect you to know everything. They do expect you to uh, want to be there and to go the extra mile and to want to be better. And so as long as you show up that way and be okay with stretching yourself and making mistakes and learning new things, you'll be fine. So definitely confidence is key. Three, communication all day. I, uh, when I met my preceptor, you know, it was very, very pleasant. Had a lot of questions about who she was, what she did, how she got here. You know, do you really love clinical and what parts of it do you love? Um, Communicate with them. Let them know that you're eager to be there. Let them know that you want to know their whole career track and, you know, the things that they've enjoyed, the things that challenged them the most, and express how you're feeling on your way because they'll probably drop some great nuggets that will help guide you to the direction that's right for you, or at least give you an experience to figure out where you want to go. So communication is always going to be important. So that's it, y'all. I am four weeks into my clinical rotation. It's not so horrible. Um, my Kraus is open every day. <laughs> um, I stay on the nutrition care manual site. I'm always looking at uh, PES statements and terminology. There's a lot to it and the days are long, but I've never been so energized. So I look forward to updating you guys on how my rotation ends and how things go into the second part of my clinical rotation. I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care.